0: Live from the Mayfair Hotel on 7th and Whitmer, downtown LA. Tower One. You know, where they put the crazy, yeah, where they put, yeah, where they put, yeah, where they put put the, uh, you know, where they got the dude up there where they got to give him a few meds and he's just kicking it with some, you know, the crazy people, you know. uh. We on the west side, man, right down the street from LA Gun Club. Over there with my twin brother, mopping up Gatorade down there in Buena Park, man, where are bit little Nell and, 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 and with the with the uh, 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 don't tell me, wait, uh uh where they with the Iran thing? Or the police station's a quarter mile away. Right across the street from the mall. Down there off of Formosa and, and Oakwood at the yeshiva, they got a Yeshiva right there. It's the hard luck show. Ow. You're basically hard luck, first. Basically,
1: hard luck, hard shots, with hard luck, Keeps the card shots, these with hard luck.
0: brother, basically, hard luck, baste, 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 with hard with hard
1: luck, the
2: card shots, with hard luck. All that positive What's up, brother?
3: I'm gonna I gotta run for it.
4: A- Do you want to sit in for a
3: minute? The thing is, uh, man, I really got to leave. I can. Oh, you guys are probably going to be gone by then.
2: We got to leave it. It's 116.
4: All right, all right. We're going to do Rampart right now. We're going to do Rampart, yeah.
3: You know what's crazy? On Rampart, uh, one of the cops that was... The corrupt cops at Rampart, he was all involved with that shit. He ended up... So he defected from the LAPD. sues the LAPD. Right. This guy named uh, Alex... Ah oh, man, I have his card. He's now a private investigator. No shit. He's hired as a private investigator. Yeah. This dude's fucking hilarious, dude. But he fucking talks about yeah, man. We fucking planted guns. on all the Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. <clears throat> <clears throat> Can we? What do you think he would do? A show? Yeah, he'd totally do a show. This guy's been. He went let's on bring the LA on. Times. He went on. Let's bring him on. Look. All me, right. I'm gonna get his. Uh, I'm gonna find his number. Yeah, I mean, and uh, I'm gonna call him up and say, "Hey, we want to get you on the show." Yeah, this sure. dude is fucking—he's comedy, bro, and he's a—he's uh, very—he's uh, he's, uh, a—he's a, a character, you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. And then if, if you have the time when we schedule, and you sit in with us and let's just go through it. I think you know we can talk about police corruption. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. I have a lot of experience with that. You know, I gotta go over there now to be on ESPN. Okay. They're doing a story on what they call the backstretch workers. So what you? You see the races and all people right, play, whatever. Right. Yeah. What you don't see is all the people that take care of the horses. Right. 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 98% Latino. do I mean, mostly Guatemala, so, Salvador, Central America, right, 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 right. I love that. And and it's and it's wonderful, you know, to hear their stories. These are hardworking people. Right. Uh, and they're the ones that will lose out the most if there's a ban on horse racing. And what Got we're trying to do is save the industry. Of course, put all the reforms, protect the horses. In fact, that's all. People. Right, man. There's right. A, no one wants the horses to go down. Right. Right. You know, so they want to take care of the horses, but what people aren't talking about is the human cost to a band like what would happen when 400 people lose housing there's 400 people sleeping at the racetrack people don't know that there's housing provided back there wow damn one day i gotta take you guys back what's
4: the real reason this is happening
3: the real reason is because it's a development issue yeah what it is is santa anita is owned by privately by the stronich group this is another crazy story belinda stronich the stronich group frank stronich this is a Billionaire family. Yeah. The father is suing the daughter for $500 million. It's a big old soap opera thing going on. Right. But the issue is, is that if you can get rid of the, if you can ban horse racing, now you have this whole 300 acres of property.
2: That's what going's yeah. going on. That's all, crazy, Because they've bro. had
4: horses there for so long and nothing's ever happened to them. And then I'm like, lately, all of a sudden, there's so many getting sick. And I'm like, what is that? There's no way bullshit. that Bullshit. Yeah. This
3: is a whole... Look, l- let me tell you this. A thousand people died of homelessness last year. A thousand. 37 horses dying on a racetrack (laughs) is not a crisis, bro. That's
4: true. So why, that's why, true Why is the
3: news Always like Oh another horse Oh the name of the hurt. horse Everything We don't know the name Of one person That's died on the streets And there's a thousand Of them that died Just last year That's
4: you fucking know, true That's 60, real
3: 60,000 people homeless Right now in the city Of Los Angeles 60,000 people Worse, it's ever been Listen we have a human crisis
4: right? Yes we do And the
3: news Is feeding us This
4: other crisis <laughs> That's so true that's, that's so, that's so
2: on, fucking bro. true Come on man Come on. That's just crazy yeah, that's, bro Dude
4: how much
3: How much internet sh- I mean how
4: much News could you get If you went down To the nickel right now Just start Film and be like, look at this shit, and you like watch all that crazy shit. But you're right. Instead, they're sending us like, oh, this horse died, that horse died. And not to
3: say that it's not bad. It's no, like, of
4: course I'm vegan, so I'm like right. exactly. We all
3: want, we don't want to see horses. Right, exactly. talk to all the, the the workers, the owners, the trainers, all of them feel bad. But the thing is this: when a horse injures themselves and right. a catastrophic injury, right, and I've already seen this happen. You can't put a horse down for three months. You see what I'm saying? You can't put them on crutches. Right. The physiology of the horse, you know, they're they're 800 pounds and, and their legs are as thin as our arms. Right. So once they have a break, they don't heal. Right. In fact, I saw one horse, you know, get hurt. The owner said, well, fuck it, we're going to do the surgery. They did the surgery. Ten, ten uh, uh, screws in the horse's leg. Oh. It, it succeeded, right? Yeah. Successful surgery. Three weeks later, the horse gets an infection. And then now because you can't, you know, the, you can't. You, the horse is always going to be on top of that, you know, yeah, leg. yeah, it, it just couldn't heal. So, the humane thing to do, as bad as it sounds, yeah, is put the horse down, right? But that's because they have a catastrophic injury, right? We're putting down cats and dogs at the animal shelters every day with no catastrophic, injury. right? Right, we're putting them down deliberately just because humans said, Fuck it, I want it, and now I don't want it, right? Mm-hmm. And then now, okay, we have to kill this animal. But yet, we're not closing down animal shelters. Right. We're banning animal shelters. Right. The cops are killing people accidentally too. And we're not trying to close down police <clears throat> No, anymore. we're not. But what we're saying is, oh, you know, well, the horses are you know, breaking down and, and, you know, that's a problem and PETA is all up on it. There's a lot of attention. And I think, you know, really, I mean, as long as, you know, we want to get rid of the problem, not get rid of the industry. You create more problems if you get rid of the industry because now you have people homeless, you have people not working, people mm-hmm. that can't feed their families. And uh, we don't want to contribute to that social problem. But let's get rid of the problem. What's the problem? Accidental horse racing fatalities. Okay, how can we improve on that? So there's now this new PET scans, they call it PT scan. They're putting a the horse for the first time in history anywhere in the world, regular right? San Anita. I'm going to go check it out right now. They scan the horse legs. They find any little inflammation, any, any, any fracture, they, they, they don't let that horse race. That alone, I think, is going to create, uh, it's just going to right. strengthen horse safety. So, uh, th- it's an interesting time I got involved because, you know, I was concerned about all these workers losing housing and jobs right, and all that, right. but then as I started seeing all the reforms that are being implemented, you know, it's all real positive. Like, I wouldn't be involved with it. I thought these people were being shady, drugging horses. All these uh, other things I heard is untrue. In fact, the DA did a nine-month investigation and came out with a report recently, 17 pages, saying all, the, all these allegations were untrue. So, uh... We need to keep, keep on working on the reforms, making making it making safe uh, safe for horse racing, you know, a reality. That's going to happen. But uh, but for those animal rights people that are out there protesting right now, they're out there right now, you know, saying murder at the track, you know, all these false allegations. Crazy. And it's like, wait a minute. I asked them because I went up to them. I go, Do you care about the workers? if they lose housing? They're like, I don't. I'm not, I'm here for the horses, not for the workers. Right. And I'm like, Why why is it that your compassion for the horse cannot extend to the workers who take care of them? You see what I'm If you're a compassionate person, no horse told you to do this, by the way. You're doing it because you're a mm-hmm. compassionate human being, right? Right. All right, then what's up with that? Because, <laughs> because
4: because the horse, because being compassionate about the horse doesn't they've been trained or they're conforming to uh something that's allowable in the ideology of today, which is you can be compassionate towards animals because It's not socialism. It's not communism. Once you start getting compassionate for humans, you have to look at the underlying system, which causes that. And as a result, you're moving in that direction. So what we want to do is we want to funnel what would normally be compassion for someone on the street that's dying in a thing of piss. We're going to take that need that a human has. These psychologists have all figured out that humans have a compassionate need. But if you're going to maintain the the neoliberal capitalist structure that we've got in place, you can't you got to take that compassion to eat and push it towards animals or something that's not going to require us to change the system very much.
3: I think that's a very good point because it makes people feel good like hey right uh-huh. yeah yeah yep, yep, yep. But you ain't doing shit, you know, to really keep Really. The social conditions that are creating a real human crisis like That's the thing that rubs me the wrong way. It's like a thousand people died on the streets of Los Angeles, bro. Yeah. And you ain't ain't protesting the city all over that. Right. You're here at the racetrack with 37 horses that died accidentally. Like no one killed the horse it happened because the horse they had an injury
2: yeah they didn't starve to death no, They didn't, no, right, no, right. No,
3: by the way i you know jokingly i told somebody i go look these horses they kind of live like the narcos in you know mexico <laughs> right it's a short it, it could be a short life it could be a long life. <laughs> <laughs> life you're living, it's,
2: it's a quality life. one yeah, yeah. Okay.
3: dude they have two and a half people assigned to every horse i mean you see how much
2: yes you know, right food. yes right yes. yes. the best right.
3: food Best medical attention. Anything they're anything. getting
2: massaged and jacked okay. off oh. and all <laughs> that. Sure.
3: Everything. Those horses. Like bottom line, yeah. if, if if you don't get injured and you get to retire, it was a fucking great life. Right. Yeah, you you had to run every once in a while. Right. right. You're born to do it. Those right. Horses, You're a horse. They're, they're thoroughbreds. They're right. By man, created to race. Right. They're not good for the farm. They're not right. good for anything else. Like right. Bottom line is they're too. Th- th- this th- we created a fast horse. Right. Part of that though is it became a little more fragile on the right. Race. Right. So that's part of the problem there. But the reality is is that look, horse and human, the collective work of horse and human has changed the world. I mean, the West, you know, we couldn't have, this country could not be where it's at without horse and human. Yeah, that's true. Wars have been fought with that's horse true. and human. If you look at everything from Native Americans on horses to fight battles to hunting the buffalo, you couldn't have eaten all the buffalo without the horse and the human. Well,
4: well, the Indians took to the horse, but the horses weren't here originally. No, they weren't. weren't And they did hunt the buffalo on foot, but they pushed them (laughs) off cliffs. But you still make a good point.
3: Bottom line, the point I'm making... Is yeah, that, no, it's a good is point. ...is that humans and horses have always done... Yes, had
4: together. some kind of connection.
3: ...connection and to provide, in this case, to provide jobs and opportunity, right? Right. And, uh, you know, the other reality is is we, as human beings, have to be good stewards of the animals. A hundred percent. our responsibility. But the reality, like, some people will tell me, like, that, you know, they believe that the animal and the human is equal. I don't really believe that. And the thing is, if that's the case, then how is it that you're saying that the animal... And the human is equal when you in your own world have not even looked at black people with equality. Right. Like you haven't seen other humans as equal. So now you want to convince me that you really believe that you think (laughs) that you are fucking equal to an animal when you haven't even been equal to Well, this this is the problem.
4: So what they do is, so what's going on there is, and believe me, my wife's one of these stringent Guatemalan vegans. Okay. So she's one of these people. And Now, look, it, I'm with you. There is something slightly different about a human being. But in a cosmic sense, like I tell my wife all the time, I'm like, look, in a cosmic sense, we're all just matter. And so we're all equal. And that's true. That part's true. But in a term of what our adaptation is, like in certain ways, we're less than animals. Why? Well, we have to wear clothes because we don't have the kind of adaptation. Yeah, because we're cold as fuck. Our babies are all fucked up when they come out. They can't do shit. Like a horse has a, has a colt that thing's ready to go in like an hour. (laughs) Our fucking thing takes like four years just to get off the ground, right? We don't have claws, we don't have teeth. But what we do have is an ability to
3: reason. Well, you know what the main thing is? Go ahead, go ahead. What you all are doing right here, the ability to speak. That's right. You see what I'm saying, communicate and and work together. That's right. Because that right there is what makes the difference between the animal and the human. Right. The The ability to speak and the ability to work together. And my thing is this, though, there's also, we have to acknowledge that the creator, the universe, God, whatever, Whatever. yeah, created a hierarchy. So you're not seeing the zebras eat the fucking lions. You see (laughs) what I'm saying? I've never seen that happen before. You might be able to kick a lion, but you know, the. Cause he wasn't coordinating to hunt the lion. Yeah. Right. So. Right. And you sometimes you think like when all those wildebeests, like they can all, all the wildebeests united can fuck up all lions if they wanted to, but for some reason <laughs> they, they have though. Mm-hmm.
4: I mean, there's you science. see that? So, have you <laughs> seen that video? video? There's a video where that little wildebeest is almost looks like it's gone, and then the
3: wildebeest comes back, and it's yeah, like, nah, it ain't no, going no, down no. and the lions like get stomped on. It's like, all right, fine, fuck it, it's not worth so, it. But the but the main issue I'm, I'm the point I'm making is there's is an that, order. There's an order. Oh, okay there is whether it's good or bad right and 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 there was and and the universe allowed us then at some point and the worst kind of relationship is the relationship where the human eats the animal you see what i'm saying yeah where the animal is for nourishment for the human being right um we're learning now that we don't really need all that that we now we don't yeah we can do less right right and i think as more consciousness and 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 we start developing as a human species right uh, I look I look forward to that, you know? So sure. To having less dependency on animals and all that. But the thing that's also happening is, for example, they eliminated the circus. At some point, they're going to say the zoo is also corrupt. So let's It's crazy. The Don't even... I go, point, zoo, yeah. I go to the zoo. I go to the zoo. I go to the
4: L.A. zoo. Even. I got to run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to run. Yeah, right. Go do it, brother. Listen, you have to
3: come and sit in. We got to talk about this. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. This is awesome. This is a good one because, it, uh, anyway, it's, gonna, it's a really interesting debate. You know, yeah. And it's also a sign of the times of things how pe- how things are changing. Things are shifting. Yep. But ultimately, you know, for me, it's also it's like there's very few opportunities for humans to interact with animals. And for better or worse, that's true. Horse racing is an opportunity for people to admire the animal. Right. right. And you know, to me, it's still a beautiful thing. Like yeah. I go back there and I, I pet the animals. I pet the horse. I look into their eyes, bro. Yeah. And you know what? I don't see sadness. I just see. You know, like, hey, man, this is what I do, bro. You yeah. know, what I'm saying, I was born into this shit. Right. And they, the pride that the animal has. There's times where the animal, where the horse has knocked the jockey off and still finished the race. Right. Yeah. And 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 one, yeah. Like it wasn't like they, they didn't want to race. It was like fuck it, I'ma still win the race. Like, but they knocked off the jockey and right. still finished. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. God bless. We'll be in touch. Remember? All right. All right. Yeah. All right yeah.
4: Did you get that? Yeah. That was great. You know what, dude? My wife's eyes will be rolling out of her head. <laughs> out of her <laughs> No, and you know what? I agree with it. I love Oscar, and he's right about a lot of things. And it's not his thing, but she doesn't even think we should be putting saddles or fucking shit on horses. Like leave them alone. And I I, agree kind of. I kind of do too. It's like slavery. It's like, and I love horse racing because it seems like sexy, and it's a king's game, and there's money, and you get to get dressed up. But part of the problem is, is like, you're like, you know what? Let him on that boat too. Uh, You know, and, and but I understand what he's saying, which is like, look. There's 400 people that depend on, there's jobs, there's all this other kind of stuff. I agree with that too. And I agree with his point. I agree with it. Down then did,
2: the, should, we, should we not have dogs either?
4: I I, I point that out to my wife because we do have a the dog. The problem with dogs is they're already domesticated. No, the,
2: so is the racing horse. That's true. The race true. That's true. That's right? true. Because no, now no, you're gonna have animals that don't know how to
4: do take care of themselves
2: or because right. we fucking bred them like that.
4: Dude. I, I well okay look at I tell you what dude I was doing a fucking. I'm always <laughs> like that guy. But a horse,
5: but a horse doesn't have to kill to eat. Yes, it does. Doesn't oh, does it doesn't? kill grass? <laughs> you don't care. He was no, saying I, that shit about
4: wildebeest, and I'm like, you ain't
5: gotta chase grass.
4: No, you don't gotta chase. Well, yeah, yeah no, you do. Eat up a fucking tree. You and do have tree. to you chase gotta grass.
5: Walk, walk to it.
4: No, you gotta. You exo- the herd exhausts a grass portion and moves on to another. Okay, listen. Walks- I'm not trying. Li- I, this is what drives me nuts about a lot of vegans and even my wife. I'm like, listen. I'm not putting any rose colored glasses on. All right, like I'm not trying to say that this is a peaceful animal because then because then it's like, well, so okay, but they do eat plants and they fuck up. Insects and all this other shit And I'm not against it or for it I'm just saying that's what's really going on So let's not try to make it seem like there's animals that are like they're, they're in this thing and, and and I also don't even think it's an order I think it's a bunch of chaos That's mm, yeah. just found it's okay I don't believe yeah. that there's an actual order Because there's black holes and shit Ripping apart <laughs> all over the place You got cancer in a human body Even before My wife she's always like What about all these chemicals blah, blah, blah? I go you know they Listen They had cancer back in Roman days Don't you mm-hmm. realize that She's like Yeah but they probably had I'm like nothing like we have now I can promise you And I'm like You know what It's called cancer right And she's like no I'm like because cancer is the word for crab and the Romans at the time thought that the fucking tumors looked like crabs when they finally opened it up. That's why it's called cancer. And if you look at the astrological astrological mm-hmm. thing it's called cancer and I'm a cancer. Right. And it's a crab. So that's huh. why it's called cancer. No one So I tell him I'm like so there was cancer before plastic. I'm just telling cuz it looks like a crab. Yeah, yeah. when you the tumor mm. once the tumor's actually grown it's got tentacles or something that come off and it looks like crab legs yeah and that's why it's called they are little
2: crabs they are little
4: tiny microscopic crabs yeah so but but so anyway my wife's eyes would have been rolling out of her head but he's right about this though i don't see how people can care about animals and not about homeless yep that's fucking 100 yeah they're making
2: signs they're investing like a lot of time and energy to go down there and protest at Santa Fe's racetrack, but yep. they can't go down to Skid Row and hand out some muffins and toilet oh, paper.
4: no. That's,
2: that's fucking, fucking true, beyond. man. I thought you were going to say go that the reason that they go do the, the rights for the animals is because you can do that and go home, and it doesn't take a lot of work. I mean, that's true. You start investing and helping out and processing. there's work that goes along with just well, show, you don't just show up with safety a sign
0: concerns
2: well and- right but you got to do more than show up with a sign but there's actually right? some work you're going to do
4: but listen you could do that for the homeless and they don't even do that that's my point he's making a good point so you could show up and do the minimum at the horse racing track and be like we gotta fight this, this is crazy right and hold a the sign and then you get to go home you could do the same exact thing for the homeless you could go down to the homeless where they're about at, hold up a sign and say, we need to fix the homeless prop problem, and then go home. You don't even have to get toothbrush. That's true. And nobody's even doing that. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. worse it's ever been. It's bad. It's so fucking bad.
2: They're collecting on Rose Avenue right by my house. They just had the news teams down there. Rose Avenue, in the year that I've lived at that sober living, Yeah. there was nobody on Rose by the golf course.
4: Right, it's and a golf in a course. in year,
2: now, it's growing. In the last, like, eight weeks, it's, like, tripled.
4: They should it's take that crazy. golf course and put a bunch of, like, houses, housing on that fucking little golf course. Little, yeah, little yeah, teepees. Yeah, those little yurks.
2: No, they take the fucking yurks. containers. The old containers. Shipping
4: old containers. And put them Just
2: up there. Load there and start, them load up. up. Yeah. Them, yeah.
4: Dude, you know what I was thinking about the other day, too, was, like, I was like, a lot of thoughts come to me when I'm like lifting weights, but I was thinking about prescription pills and how much the music has changed because of prescription pills. Can I was, there's this, um, uh, there's a song with Eminem and who else is it? Somebody else, and it's so good. And I was thinking to myself, you know, the transition from the 90s to now, part of it was a lot of the drugs that were illegal. Were then like heroin
1: uh-huh.
4: and, and and opium, all of that shit was repackaged, totally bleached, put into little pills and given to corporations to yes. sell. Yes, right. right. What was the per- and and now you have people who are you have legal on- drug dealers, <laughs> right? But now you have uh, music that reflects that. Like mm-hmm. a, the, the mumble rap and, and the trap and all that shit. It's
3: all It's
4: all set yeah. up for these prescription drugs, oh, yeah. right? And I was like, part of me was like, oh, you know, what was that about? Now the common approach would be to say, well, it was about the money. It's about like, you know, they looked at illegal street drugs and they're like, you know, we're losing a ton of dough. Mm-hmm. We should just capture that market and use it. But the other part of me thought like, you know, what's even more than that is what they saw was that these drug dealers became like heroes and had a lot of authority for kids in the streets, right? Like everybody wanted to be like, you know, Freeway Rick Ross and all these other motherfuckers. So that created a lot of authority and that created a lot of say. And I actually think now that part of the corporate grab of street drugs and redistributing them through their system is also a part of, about asserting, because the counterculture was a drug culture. Drug culture is a counterculture. You're doing something illegal from the 60s all the way up, the smoking the weed, the drugs, and all that other stuff. Those types of people were also the kind of people that were most likely to not like the system, wanna buck the system, wanna fight the system, wanna protest the system, wanna get together about the system, wanna write music about the all that shit, right? So then I was thinking that, that somewhere along the way. Not only did the money part of it make sense, but it also made sense that it would be the prescription companies that would then assume the role of the the authority of the drug dealer. And then all of a sudden, you see rap music, which used to be something that was counterculture and like, you know, against the system and fucked the police and all this other shit. And all of a sudden, it's, it loses its energy. Its energy dropped a little bit. It got a little mumbly and it got a little bit soft. And I think it's partially due to the fact of the co opting by corporations of what used to be a counterculture. Well,
5: think about all the lyrics. They're all about, they're like money motivated.
4: Right.
2: I mean-
5: well, yeah, and somebody,
2: I heard somebody say that they in the 80s and 90s, it, it, the rapping was about selling drugs. Right. right. And nowadays, the rapping's about doing drugs. Right. right. What's up with
3: that?
0: Yeah.
4: Right. Here's the song I was thinking of. Sean, ha- have you heard this? Have you heard that? That's mumbly, right? Starting mumbly. yeah, yeah. yeah. Check this out. Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. I done did a lot I love song it. Called?
4: Lucky you. Yeah. It's got Joyce I Joyce. I
5: did i love
6: about risk it I ain't
4: got no no too much to lose. But you see, the energies <sighs> on the lyrics are higher.
0: Wait, wait.
1: lucky you fuck you too. move. you gotta
6: move. Y'all gotta move gotta
4: move give me some room what where's
6: Steve where's Steve on this about
4: to shoot y gotta move y gotta move give me the
6: juice. Back on my bullshit My back to the wall Turn my back on your wall And you finish Back to these bullets is back to the drop With my Mac I don't even it Back on my hush It is back to the pushing And he's taxing I'm actually pumping Can't Hup. fuck with you rapping You practically sucking You might have been platinum But that don't mean nothing I'm actually buzzing this time Yeah, yeah. In the kitchen I told him up in his mind I do not fuck with you
2: guys If I don't care You just thought you go top suffer this time Yeah I ain't no There's that triplet rhythm
6: some Yeah, some chases, some yeah. Petri, you Have you fucked with this, Steve? They say I talk like a chulo
4: no, no, that's a, a dude name uh, L- uh joiner Lucas.
5: I just bought a fucking of things in my And who's this? This is payback in a way. Who's I that? It that I, did it. I don't want a couple Grammys. I don't I know. I don't know. Eminem. Mm. Listen to his Spokes flow. The I'm that been to Fuck the rules. Man, I used to risk it all. Now I got too much to lose. I've been eating long enough. Man, my stomach should be full. I just say, lick the plate. My buffet. Lucky me. Fuck you, think. I got a couple of mentions. Still, I don't have any menace. You got a couple of ghostwriters, but to these kids it don't actually matter they asking me what the fuck happened to hip hop. I said I don't have any answers. Cause I took a nap when I dropped my last album. It hurt me like hell, but I'm back on these rappers and actually coming from humble beginnings. I'm somewhat uncomfortable winning. I wish I could say what a wonderful feeling we're on the upswing like we're punching the ceiling, but nothing is feeling Like anyone has any fucking ability to even stick to a subject is killing me. The inability to pin humility, huddle the huddle the. Why don't we make a bunch of pop songs about nothing and mumble and bucket? I'm going for the juggle. This is a circus. You clowns that are coming up, don't give an ounce of a motherfucker about the ones who were here before you. didn't make rap recap, wait back and tease that recap I'm gonna take that Hey dads G-Raps and cane zack we need three stacks ASAP and bring maps. The ace back cause it's but these rappers have brain damage, all the lean rapping, face tats, surfed out like Tree Sap. I don't hate trap, and I don't wanna see mad, but in fact, what an old me at, the same cat that would take that feedback and aim back, I need that. But I think it's inevitable, they know a button to press it whatever the pull to give me the snap, though. And if I paid attention, I'm probably making it bigger, but you have been taking your dicks on a fucking ho. On the freaking minute got me thinking of finishing everything with a the minutes and reaping the benefits. I'm a with the Quilligan, as I hey. I'm thinking about evil intent of another beat, I'm a killigan. Cause even if I got it in a beating a pilligan, even ketamine and methamphetamine with a min be at least 70 at 300 mg and I might as well cuz I might be in a feeling again I got an elevator you could never say to me I'm not a fucking record breaker I sound like a broken record every time I break a record nobody could ever take away the legacy I made I never gave a motherfucker now I got a right to be this weight. I got it inside my DNA but I wrote till the will for off I'm working tirelessly the eh? A the moment y'all been waiting for Like California was rain to port And that drought y'all been praying for My downfall From the eight mile to the south pass To the same marshal, That outlaw that they say is a rider might have felt off i back on that bull like the cowboy So y'all gotta move Yeah, y'all gotta move Yeah, y'all gotta move
6: Give me some room Give me some room Give me the juice
4: I mean that to me right there M- Eminem talks a lot about, about face tattoos and all the other shit we've talked about on the show.
2: Yeah. Did you, did, there's a Mozzie song where he disses, um, what's the, what's the, um, the Source magazine? Have you heard that song? No. Do you he know, he know the disses, title of that? He disses the Source and he says, and he disses all that. He goes, to all that mumble rap, you're causing problems with all that mumble rap and auto tune. Fuck all them rappers with the mumble rap and auto And he just disses the shit out of all that.
4: Do you remember what it, what it's called? Um Mozzie Diss is m- m- Mumble Rap?
2: No, this is uh Source.
4: <laughs> dis is Source, right? This Source song. Let's see. Uh Filth uh oh. Ma, Man, he did so many like a Troublesome?
2: No. I'll find it right find
4: now. Find it, dude, and then I'll pull it up. Mozzie Dis. The other song that I was fucking with that I was thinking about that like came out maybe about a year ago uh uh-huh. and it just and it but it makes so much sense right now to me, and you know what you gotta kind of like thank this dude all right I'm not gonna tell you who it is, but you need to you need to I think you need to thank you need to thank this dude because he's been keeping it real for a real long fucking time and uh i hope the i hope the, the, cisco nah listen, ready.
1: the mic it hit the floor like thor that's
0: right cute no cute
4: you gotta thank this dude listen to this Why? one you don't like this one you don't like this song do you know this one
0: yeah.
4: smart
1: for start for get dark for they hit you with the pitchfork better grip walk this is real talk smoke push and push then we peel off Still running with the wheels off Always looking out for the crisscross I'm a bigger boss than Rick Ross Always winning Get lost It's the warlord Bring the voodoo When I bail through It's crazy like Bellevue What they tell you Leave that boy alone Like home alone Like a yeah. skull and bone Arrest the president You got the evidence That is Russian intelligence awesome. When it rains
2: it pours When this come out guy's cute A year ago Boy, you're showing your horns. They trying
1: to replace my halo with thorns. You so basic with your vape stick. Let's go apes in the matrix. Arrest the president. Arrest the president. Arrest the president. You got the evidence. Arrest the president. Arrest the president. Crazy. Arrest the president. You got the evidence. I took back my ice and all black tonight. That's right, some got a sacrifice, not a criminal. No, I'm a seminal. Yeah, I was free once, now I'm clinical. Cra- you so technical. This was Mexico. Now everywhere I go is.
2: Only you ready? Mexico. Yeah. It's uh, Mozzie, dear double XL. That's who he is. Oh, double XL,
4: yeah. All right, let's check that one out. You did, I love You know what? At the time like I never heard that song. I never then heard. Then I was song lifting song. and I was listening to First of all, let me just give a non shout out to fucking playlists. When have you ever typed in like motivation workout playlist or like anything like that and then searched and seen like what and you see some popular ones and you listen into it and it's demotivating. You're like, that's <laughs> that's what you're listening to? Like yeah, it, yeah, I, yeah. I can't be listening to mumble rap, right? And what's it called? It's called what? It's called
2: Deer. Oh, it's Mozzie Deer Double XL. Okay. Deer XXL. I got you. I got you. I'm out okay. the game,
4: but I ain't that far out the game. I know there's two X's in the L. I mean. You no,
1: know, that's a man standing for his principles. what <laughs> the fuck, what y'all think about me? <laughs> it's I this whole
2: diss on stuff the stuff new hip hop shit.
1: In your head. That's what I'm talking about now.
2: Is that
0: right? Yeah. Da- 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 me Sorry, mm-hmm. Geno.
3: Sorry,
6: Geno. double XL. You know I had to vote for myself, the one that's causing all the ruckus in hell, drop a hundred in the shells. Niggas ain't got a story to tell. We made it here without a sponsor a deal. Do acknowledge I'm ill. Who could function with the fella for real? Line him up and watch noodles spill. We ain't noted this here. Independent, clear, tickets to share Shoot a ride shotgun, hook a bitch in the rear. Cheer. I see progression when I look in the mirror.
0: Look at your magazine and all the freshmen's squares
6: Damn try fuck. that ain't something you hear. And the politics and make it unfair. Post a pin on that cover. Look at all the trash, get on that cover. Half these niggas sucking dick undercover. DN double XL, no doubt about it. Yeah, the streets are fulfilled. Had a dream about the shit in my cell. Tired of taking them ill. Collect, call, race bill. Came from nothing, ain't no way I could fail. They nominated me, mama. Rap niggas, been out play with me, mama. Bring the whole gangland with me, mama. Went up top in the but we called the mallows for that mumbling shit. I don't tune in all that humming and shit. was he uh
5: was he Uh, asked for xxl
2: yeah and fucking uh they wouldn't even give him a fucking nomination or anything and and he was nominated anyways and and he couldn't and, and then they didn't want to put him on the cover they don't want to acknowledge him right and He's selling out tickets and albums and all his shit anyway, so he diss them, and then he starts dissing all that mumbling, auto tune shit. Yeah, that's causing interesting. Problems, you know.
4: What about this? Do you guys know who this mm-hmm. is? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Maybe might. Maybe Luckman.
1: Yeah. Ride with the mob. Hamdulillah. Checking with me.
0: And do, do a, a job. job.
1: Erg is the name, Bimbola did the chain, turn for the watch.
4: Asap Ferg Yeah chain. Rest in peace in TMZ A$AP yep. Who Asap Ferg oh, it so I live to this I live I live, live weights to this one on I just love when he comes to a Hum to the log sniffing my log Or whatever he saying <laughs> <laughs> Hum to the log <laughs> Come sniff my big log <laughs> I feel like Steve <laughs> might like this one Nigga bitch, nigga bitch, nigga snitch, nigga hoe. Nigga bitch, nigga
1: bitch, nigga snitch, nigga hoe. Nigga bitch, nigga bitch, nigga snitch, nigga hoe. Nigga bitch, nigga bitch, nigga snitch, nigga
0: hoe. Nigga bitch, nigga bitch, nigga
1: snitch, nigga hoe. Nigga bitch, nigga bitch, nigga snitch, nigga Nigga bitch, nigga. I smell mm-hmm. a bitch, nigga, a mile mm-hmm. away. Nigga, nigga, so bitch, he should put bitch made on his license plate. From that real shit, you bitch, niggas play hard and safe. Me and bitch, niggas, we don't come you know what,
4: because I know Steve, Steve's got like zero patience for snitch motherfuckers and bitch motherfuckers. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> that, do I got that right?
2: Yes, you're right.
4: Right? So, you know, I don't know why we took that whole audio tour, but
3: I know we burn an hour.
4: Yeah, but listen, um this this is my proposal because we were talking about bitch motherfuckers and snitch motherfuckers. And snitch motherfuckers is the right transition. <laughs> he said <laughs> snitch motherfuckers. Snitch motherfuckers because um we're gonna we're doing a show on the rampart crash. Yes we are. Scandal. Scandal. Yes. Well, it might be scandalous is that not enough light was shined into this fucking thing. That might be the real scandal.
2: Unbelievable.
4: Scandalese
2: scandalos
4: scandaliza rice
2: it was a scandalous.
4: yeah so um now what is crash so okay what is crash do you, Steve? Do you know
2: what the uh the, tell us acumen, what it is uh crash is citizens against
4: community resources community resources <laughs> right,
2: right against so it's,
4: it's mothers against yeah
2: yeah yeah, yeah 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 what is it
4: it's it's citizens it's community <laughs> what is it? up, dude. It's community resources against street hoodlums? Crash? C R A S H community resources. Against street hoodlums. What does that mean? What do you mean? I don't
2: even I mean it's it's some bullshit. Dude. It mean
4: you want to know what it means? It started out with the word crash, then they tried to figure out what the letter stood for after the
5: fact. Right.
4: Hold on. Uh, let me make sure I, mean, I got
5: community
4: this Community right. resources. That's yeah, commu- community. The community. Uh, so, Steve, why don't you give us a little bit of background on, like, what what, what is that, actually? A crash?
2: Yeah, what the fuck is Crash is just coming in and... and Knocking uh, your door down? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Crash unit was a, a gang task force.
4: Yeah, community <clears throat> resources against street hoodlums.
2: Yeah, it was a grand, a gang task force, and I think that crash came into play... Somewhere, you know, shortly after the Bataram and Chief Darrell Gates and, and and that whole thing as they were coming down and then they implemented. Here's the crazy thing is that crash started with LAPD, but crash branched out to like every police department had a crash unit. Mm. Santa Monica crash, Culver City crash like oh, crash became like this crash anti gang franchise, unit, anti-gang, franchise. You know? anti-gang
4: yeah. franchise.
2: Yep, exactly. And uh we certainly had a crash unit out here and uh or and gang. it was all gang yeah, gangs. And and when they started putting the federal, when they started they started working with federal, when they started incorporating the Rico Right the Rico Act and all that, and they started getting rid of gangs. You know, remember like the whole MS thirteen and eighteen. Hey, wait, started- the
4: MS thirteen, like and, so, and the thirteen. Let's. What? Why is everyone? You know what? There's rebels thirteen. There's MS thirteen. What's the thirteen? Why is there always a fucking thirteen? The thirteen letter,
2: yeah. No. The number is yeah. Well, the thirteen, you know, is supposed to signify southern, right? South.
4: Like Mexico.
2: Well, yeah, but it, it Sureño, Southern, South the Southern but what is 13? Not necessarily Mexico, but Southern. Um and then
4: But why would thirteen signify that? What is thirteen is, is M, correct? Right. Yeah um that's why i always thought it was mexico like i thought these are these are mexico not they're not from mexico but they're somehow related or am i saying something that i'm not even supposed to be saying no am i gonna get targeted
2: no but uh you know as far as i know you know 13 was a southern california southern that's the number for the southern and 14 Was the number for the Northerners? That's weird. So up there, they put fourteen behind everything.
4: Oh, okay. Well, so then whoever report I heard
2: in fourteen, yeah, everything's fourteen down here is Bakersfield is the split. Everything down here is thirteen.
4: So thirteen, if thirteen is M, then fourteen is N. Right. So N makes sense for North. I'm still trying to make why is M Southern, other than it's Mexico. There's a,
2: there's a few different. There's a few. Well, yeah, but but the the northern is Mexico too.
4: Right. You know. But I mean, saying? yeah. You
2: know, there's a few different. There's a few different. Uh, there's a few different things that I've heard, and I'm not really sure. I don't want to say which is which because I don't want to pigeonhole myself. Right. <clears throat> but you know, up north, um, it's, 14. it's fourteen. Down here, it's thirteen
6: no shit
2: you know southern northern and the,
4: the one more. that that the one that I was from is 69 <laughs> <laughs> all right so then anyway crash was so they're specifically anti-gang yeah yeah they're
2: they're implementing all the injunctions or or they started by busting up the gangs but they started putting together all sorts of injunctions they start putting together all sorts of um um you uh, so know when you're going you, they're implementing different types of laws targeted at gang members this is stuff like the you know the bullet law you got with a gun and every bullet's another 10 years and enhancements enhancements all these different types of things that are all aimed at gang members right And their ploy to get rid of the gang members right and this is kind of
4: slightly subsequent to this whole idea of um the gangs fighting over the the crack trade Like, who gets to sell the crack? What territories? And then drive-bys and the violence around that. And that's why they decided we needed this heightened crash unit. Yeah. And and what, Sean, you found some research. What were you going to say?
0: I was going to say Wikipedia says. Go ahead. That the M stands for Mexican Mafia. That their allegiance to the Mexican Mafia. 13. Yeah.
4: 13M. M stands for Mexican Mafia. But Steve's. I'm not going to comment on that. He, see that you're going to die now, Sean. Why did you bring that up? Everybody that mm-hmm. was uh, Sean, sound man, Sean. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's a good life. That's what I said. El Jefe, it's on Wikipedia, man. <laughs> el, el I got nothing to do with it. <laughs> el Jefe, El uh, Jefe. I just want you to know, I I had nothing to do with that.
5: I live in Idaho. <laughs>
4: Yeah.
2: It's uh yeah, there's a million different reasons for a lot of things and I like I said I'm not gonna speculate on Right. Um, of course. But I can tell you that uh, you know. Yeah, anyway, so you know, that was uh the crash <laughs> unit was along with a number of other things, was was what they were gonna use to start targeting and breaking. I think they wanted to break break the you know, like they wanted to break down the mafia and the stronghold. Right. And they wanted to find a way to infiltrate and break the stronghold of these neighborhoods
4: Well and let me ask you this then Okay so Drug they, trade was part of it So <laughs> the notorious aspect Was the Rampart Crash scandal So <clears throat> What the fuck is Rampart
2: okay, Rampart's an eight square mile Just west of downtown Los Angeles There's a lot of different neighborhoods In that area Of what? Rampart
3: Do you know which ones?
2: Um, I know like Uh like temple street is right there in the heart of it where's Boyle sp-
4: heights related no that's east la okay
2: um there's uh there's factions of 18 there there's um there's there's a few rebels is in there um diamond street um so so, so i think clanton might be uh, the west side clanton so Please, forgive me, listeners, but I'm only naming a few of them. But I can tell you right now, definitely Diamond Street, definitely Temple Street. Those are like the main neighborhoods that are in Rampart. Check this out. Part 18.
4: We just had Lepke on, and he was fucking crowing huge on the fact that... So he's he's the official announcer for the show, and we were at the Mayfair, and we were doing live. Remember, he said MacArthur Park. The Rampart Police Department, where the scandal actually happened, Mm -hmm. is probably like a couple blocks from MacArthur Park.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah.
4: Okay. Crazy
2: it's- Riders 18th Street. Like right, these are all West right, Side neighborhoods right. that are right there. But I can tell you right now that um that uh Diamond Street is a is definitely uh and Temple Street, Temple. Those are neighborhoods that are right in the Rampart. I know very well. Now, part, now and we're going to get back to that because uh I have a good close friend of mine that's from the neighborhood Temple Street, and uh and he and he fell into this whole big um scandal as well. Uh-huh. But they were doing, bro. Listen, this, let me tell you the type of stuff that was
4: going on. Wait, and wait, we're wait, not... wait, 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 wait wait, uh-huh. wait, wait, wait. Before we get into that, because it's huge and it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So before the Rampart crash scandal, mm-hmm. the only people what the general public knew was that okay, we've got these anti-gang task forces that are like, with the shield is kind of modeled on that a mm-hmm. little bit, right? Mm-hmm. That show to the shield. These guys are trying to crack down on these professional gangsters in the streets that have kind of somehow beating the system they're mm-hmm. not always getting caught and so everyone thought like okay these are our cowboys they're going in they're going yeah. to do all this yeah. shit right yeah. now the only people that really understood the what was really going on was the actual cops themselves that were doing it and then the people the the gangsters on some of them and a lot of them were gangsters on the other side seeing all this dirty shit too right? right all right no one heard anything no one knew that there was even a problem at the general public level hmm but there was a, an incident, right, like, like a giant fucking zit or something, right, mm-hmm. starts out subterranean. The problem's under the skin. And it's bubbling. And then pretty soon you see a little redness at the top, and then there's a little white tip eventually when it's ready to get popped. Mm-hmm. So this little <laughs> white tip is the incident where the general public starts to understand, wait a minute, there's a weird problem. And that was that incident between Liga and Gaines. Cause mm-hmm. before that, nobody knew that there was, I mean, the people involved in it did, but like the general right, program, right, right, right. Right. And do you recall what that incident was?
2: I think it was one of the guys from this crash unit, rampart unit and an undercover.
4: That's exactly.
2: LAPD right. officer run into each other on the street. One's undercover. They exchange looks at each other uh, one's african-american one's white
4: yeah i think like is white and gains is black
2: He's black and they kind of exchange and and he doesn't know that he's undercover and the other one doesn't know he's off duty and, that's the
4: story anyway
2: right and so they listen drive, right? this is what
4: happens mm-hmm. all right so steve's absolutely right so what happens is is like so it's like this afternoon in los angeles and there's a road rage incident right and you're thinking like oh los angeles road rage like that's not that uncommon that seems pretty normal and there's a black guy in a green montero and there's a white guy in like a chrysler or something like that and nobody knows exactly how it got started but the black guy in the green montero and the white guy in the in the in the in the chrysler and the blue chrysler are yelling at you and the black guy's like yelling at the one guy like hey I'm going to put a fucking cap in your ass and it pulls a gun out, has it in his lap and the white guy, unlike most of normal white guys in Los Angeles, right? Mm-hmm. Who would just be like, what? And then step on the gas and get the fuck on out. Right. He's egging him on even more and be like, yeah, come on then. Let's see what you got. Blah, blah, blah. And they're zooming past each other and then they stop at a light and Gaines in the green truck pulls out the gun according to the story and the white guy ducks down and let takes the foot off his gas and pushes his car forward a little bit, and then pops back up. Now there's witnesses that are kind of watching what's going on, and they're seeing this. They don't know what's going on. No one's got identifying anything. They just see a black dude and a white dude in a road rage incident, which doesn't seem that crazy, except that these both of them have guns. Both of these motherfuckers have guns, and the white guy ain't scared. That's what's kind of weird. Mm. And he pulls forward and he shoots at the green truck. Mm-hmm. And the green truck guy does a small U-turn into a, a gas station. And the people, now the witnesses, see he's bleeding. And at, around this time, there's a police call coming in from an officer, Officer Liga, the white guy in the unmarked car. That's the plainclothes undercover dude you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Right? Liga. Liga. And he's like, I'm being accosted by a black guy. And I, you know, he's told me he's going to shoot me. Where are you guys? Where are you guys? And all this stuff. It's all mm-hmm. on, the, on, the, on the radio. And he comes in. And all of a sudden, there's cops coming in from everywhere. And they start investigating. So the cops, up to this point, they only see this black dude who's been shot. I think he might have been dead by then. I don't know if he died there in the hospital or whatever. And aggressive looking, and he does have a gun on him. There's a gun in the car. Mm -hmm. There's a gun in the car. Hmm. (laughs) And the white officer who was undercover was like, yeah, this guy was just being aggro, and he was flashing his weapon, and I didn't know what was going on. It all happened so fast. But when they finally figured out who this black guy was, he was a police officer. Gaines. What do you know about Gaines,
3: Steve?
2: I heard he was part of the crash, Rampart, like w- one of the guys that was in their club.
4: Exactly. So this is what's crazy. Now when so Gaines was an undercover cop, well, he no, no he just wasn't on duty, duty. at he that was moment. Off duty, he just looked like the brother driving. Right. But what's crazy is,
2: so this thing that goes for they're just, both LAPD officers, right? That's what's crazy. Mm-hmm. Different divisions.
4: So on at the one level, it's weird that like. So from the outside, what you kind of see is a road rage thing. And then you kind of, then it turns into like, oh, wait a minute. There's a white officer and a black guy, right? And we just, you know, 92 riot, all the shit that's been going on. All right. So, okay, that's weird, but that's kind of normal for LA and what's going on. And let's, what is it race related? And then on top of all that, it turns out that they're both cops. And now the story is even weirder coincidence. Because how much of a coincidence is it? That the two guys involved in a road rage incident are reported, by the way, the only person who can say that it was a road rage incident was the white guy who shot the black guy, the white cop who shot the black cop, right? Liga who shot Gaines. The only person who can tell you, yeah, it was road rage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they started investigating and they found out some things and they brought in this guy, this other detective, Detective Poole. And what they found out about Gaines was, not only was Gaines in the Rampart division in the crash unit, but when he wasn't working on duty, he was working for Suge Knight and right. Death Row Records. Right, yeah. As 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 a fucking whatever they do, security, bodyguard, or some shit, for yeah. some boy fixer. Yeah. And then also he was dating Sharitha Knight. I think her name is Sharitha. Sharitha mm-hmm. Knight, who was Suge Knight's ex-wife and the more they investigated and at first Gaines family brought in Johnny Cochran because they what they thought they had on their hands was one of those big fat like hey white officer shot a black person yep, yep. turned out to be the cop we're <clears throat> going it's right. time to cash in on that one right, right. and i think they eventually settled for 250,000 right? they went from 20 Wrongful they, went, death, they yeah. went from 25 million to 250 and you know why do you know why it got down that far no
2: cuz he had a gun in the car <laughs>
4: No. I mean, that might be part of it, but the real reason is the more they investigated Gaines, the, the more, more
2: dirt they were coming up
4: with. Not only would this guy actually engage lots of people in road rage and flash his gun with a hot chick in the car with them. There's like, there's re- recorded. Like, so that's what was actually officially filed complaints. He was investigated by internal affairs multiple times for running people off the road, brandishing his firearm, and like there's one incident where the guy wasn't sure how serious this guy was because he was racing this other guy this white guy in a car Gaines was racing this white guy in a car and the guy was like and he was acting mad and telling me he was going to put a cap in my ass but he was like i didn't know how serious he was because he had this hot beautiful black woman in the side and she was laughing and like it seemed maybe it was like a joke so he pushed it a little bit And then he's like, Yeah, what are you gonna do? And Gaines showed him his LAPD badge and a gun. (laughs) He's like, I got this and I got this. And that dude said, I just stepped on the gas, got the fuck out of there. Right. So that's kind of like the stinky shit that's starting to swirl at the top of this giant Los Angeles cesspool, Mm -hmm. right? That's just and still people aren't quite sure what all this means. Right. That's where we're at. You got some stats, or you got some information? So no, I mean, I,
2: I listen. I I heard that these guys end up taking it personal, and they want to get even with this guy. With the they, they want to get even. They they got a vendetta now, Rampart, with this other officer. Mm. So in
4: order, which, which officer?
2: The officer that shot Gaines. Gaines.
4: Yeah. So they went. On, go ahead. So then what happened? So
2: I so I heard that the other officer was involved in a couple different undercover cases, some drug buys, (laughs) and he's got a case going to trial, and they've got eight pounds of cocaine evidence in this trial. Well, I guess um, somehow or some way, uh, they decide that they're going to go into the evidence locker and check out eight pounds of this cocaine, which is going to end up screwing up this other officer's case. Mm. Well... I guess the guy that checked out this cocaine was Rafael Perez. Right. But he signs another officer's name. Check that out. I don't know. First off, I don't know how you check in and out cocaine. What do you mean? How, how, how a cop can go in and check out, oh, I'm going to check out some
4: cocaine. Yeah, because they think, because they don't know. So the, the clerk dude, because I see this on TV all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this The clerk dude. It must that, mean it's true. Yeah, on the shield. I've seen this on the shield mm-hmm. multiple times. Uh, there's like a clerk that's got a clipboard or whatever it is. Maybe they have a barcode (laughs) thing now. I don't know. But, and he's got a shelf full of shit behind him. Mm -hmm. Right. And everything's logged and cataloged in the evidence locker.
0: And the guy goes back there and he goes, I'm going to get this. Yeah. Eight pounds of cocaine.
4: Yeah. But I don't think he just goes up and says, I need eight pounds of cocaine. What he goes up to is he says, I'm working on case. So the people versus, you know, Minnesota, and this is the evidence in the case. I need to see this because we're going to do an, run another sample test, right. or some bullshit, Whatever, or fuck. you know what they do on. I've seen this on Miami Vice. Hmm. The other thing, <laughs> the other <laughs> thing they'll do. Look at look at Steve's face. The other thing they could do is uh, take the cocaine out because they're going to use it as a prop B- in a sting. Bu- right, 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 right. But
2: that right. to me, go ahead. That would seem far fetched no but you but, know why not fake the fucking right. fake why the just shit just why are you gonna really right yeah because why of, really
4: because officers lives are on the line Steve and we need real <laughs> exactly color. we're not we're dealing with we're dealing with guys who work for Pablo Escobar yeah, they yeah. know the fake shit from the right, real shit right exactly so
2: I guess see, they take this shit and then it, the, the, the dope comes back gets replaced but it's flour <laughs> bisquick right yeah bisquick so then bisquick. when they yeah. test it and it comes back flower now they've got okay they're going now they're going to go after now they're going to go after um Perez right. officer Perez for this right yeah and uh they i guess they get him on that they've got him on a grand theft they found
4: 11 other incidents with Perez. Well,
2: where- wait a minute, wait a minute. As they've got him on this stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. They're, they've now got, inter- now they're investigating him. Now they're really putting eyes on him, right? Internal yeah, affairs. Yeah. And I guess in the midst of him getting ready for these charges to come through and him go to trial, uh, they're now pulling up all this other stuff on him. Yeah. And this is everything from excessive force, abuse. False, uh, falsely arresting. Yep. Okay. Planning evidence. Yep. False testimony. Yep. Illegal search and seizures. Yep. Conspiracy to sell and distribute narcotics. More than just this eight pound.
4: Well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. So this is what they're starting to think the LIGA killing games is about because it's too much of a coincidence that it was some weird road rage thing. Right. So now they're starting to see that there's a bunch of corrupt officers there's a system and they went back when I was going to say the 11, they found 11 switches of Coke. It wasn't just the six pounds and the eight pounds. Mm-hmm. They found like 11 other times where right. somebody checked it no. out, even no pressed it his own name. And what was returned was Bisquick. Right. Oh, and so gosh. what they think happened was Ligo was actually getting rid of gains because of a drug situation. That right. The and and it was
2: the- never, it was never even a road rage. Exactly. Yeah. It was over some dope. And, uh, There was so this is these are the charges that this is what they're looking into with Rampart. As I was going through this list, conspiracy to sell, murder, rape, bank robbery, all that shit I listed starts to come up. So obviously, they know, there's a lot more. Now, when they bring this all to um, Perez and they confront him with all this, Perez knows he's in trouble, right? yeah perez is like you know what i just want to get tried i'll take the dope case and the grand theft case i'll take those cases convict those but on all this other stuff i'm gonna talk and cooperate because i i don't want to be wrapped up in all this
4: you know what when we get into so what i was thinking was why don't we give um why don't we break this into two parts because mm-hmm. we got a lot of shit ahead of time. We already burned all this other stuff. We're starting to talk up Rampart, mm-hmm. but I'm starting to, th- there's a lot of material here. I mean, there's a ton of material here and I'm thinking like, what do you think, Steve? You want to- go-
2: I say we just start barreling through it.
4: But there's a championship game on the
2: I line. I know, but it's, we're already here, bro. We need to you don't think get the this guy- show done.
4: So we have two. Don't we? I mean, Sean, do we have enough for two shows right now, based on what we just did? What do you mean? So when we did all that music shit, Mm -hmm. Sean was recording. We had Oscar talking. Sean was recording. We got enough for an hour, right? I got an hour and twenty six minutes on the. Which means that Mister and Missus Earbuds have can listen to this, enjoy whatever we're doing, and then get prepped up for our next show, which is going to be a further deep dive. Oh yeah. Or we can barrel through. What do you want to do, Steve? It's your call, your show. The luck is hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's not soft. It's not soft luck. So what do you want to do? Do you want to go for another 10 minutes and then, and then come back to it? Because you got, you got stories to tell. Yeah. And I've, I've got an entire. <sighs> We're going to have to come back to it. All right. So let me give you a quick outline then. Let let's tickle everyone's ass with a feather, Steve. Let me give you because there's also a bank robbery. Let oh, me just, there's a let fucking let, bank let, robbery. Let, let, there's let, my
2: celly who got pulled into this case,
4: okay, and got out and got awarded
2: million. a million dollars. There's I got pulled into a murder trial behind rampart that I wasn't even a part of. I mean, there's I, I want to tell. Okay, I, I want to go deep in this. All right,
4: all right. It. So 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 okay, that's great. So then we're gonna wrap it up here, but let me just roll off a few things. So. Uh, Steve's got personal experience with this. We got a bank robbery. We got a station house beating. We have missing cocaine. We have Perez arrested. He cuts a deal. We have um, uh, somebody who was arrested who's a legitimate drug dealer named Ovanda who got released on the fact that all the evidence was fucking made up. Yeah, they, we, put, they shot him, put him in a fucking... We got, paralyzed him. Exactly. He didn't know have a gun. Exactly. They the gun everywhere. We got Bernard Parks. We got Suge Knight. We got fucking Sharifah Knight. We got Biggie Smalls. We have the fact that eventually the feds had to come in and take over the yep, LAPD. Yep, yep. Um, we got another three crash cops convicted. We got tons of shit overturned. Not to mention a lot of shit we have to talk about. God knows who else. Um, what Perez yeah, is up to now. So we're
2: going to come back to this. We will pick it back up on the rest of the Rampart scandal. We're going to dive deep into this. But for today... We're gonna let you guys go. So stay tuned. Rampart two coming up. Rampart part two. Rampart part part two. Adiós amigos. Adiós amigos. Adiós amigos.
4: Adiós